Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. What a confounding set of things we have going on today. Palm Sunday with children happily singing and with palms processing into the sanctuary. The choir anthem also sang of the blessedness of Jesus coming in the name of the Lord. And in this service, we have confirmation for nine students who have been given this wonderful faith by the Holy Spirit. And then we come to this gospel lesson in Matthew that smacks us right back into Lent and redirects our eyes to the passion of Christ as we celebrate his triumphal arrival into Jerusalem this Palm slash Passion Sunday. As we sang in our opening hymn, there were no soldiers leading the procession, no war horses and chariots. It was children and everyday people that proclaimed his coming, laying palms and even their outer garments on the road before him as he arrived in all his majesty on a donkey. The very God of the universe has arrived. And it is greeted with joy and excitement, cries of Hosanna, save us now. The triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem is often the gospel reading on Palm Sunday. We read it at the very beginning of the service. And we also heard it in the Old Testament lesson from Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation is he. Humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. This is a different kind of king. One not understood in this sinful creation. We talked a lot about this in confirmation class. About how God's ways seem backward to us until the law of God, His commandments, show us our sin and a need for a Savior. Some king riding on a donkey... Luther points out, here there is no violence, no armor, no power, no anger, no wrath. Here there is only kindness, justice, salvation, mercy, and every good thing. This versus the devil, and yes, he is real. The devil mocks the things of God. He mocks God's holy perfect and righteous will for his creation and we his creatures. Jesus is mocked in Matthew's gospel as he is tried and in his innocence is hung upon the cross to suffer and die. Jesus' word is mocked today still by politicians who lambast the faith of Christians as they speak, repeating the truth of God's word to the issues facing us today. Issues of sin, like sexual immorality, a man and a woman as the only pleasing arrangement for marriage and the value of life in its weakest forms, the unborn and those whose lives are minimalized when they in old age and infirmity are seen as no longer productive within society and unnecessary. He still mocks with the words, did God actually say? We can insert what follows that statement as we are each tempted in our own lives. Even the sufferings we are promised in Scripture are mocked 
as apart from faith in Christ, people seek to escape from all forms of pain and discomfort of mind and body that are the fault and result of sin. We are a people who are suffering under the weight of sin and condemnation. And then rides in our King, showing the way of humility and trust in God, our Heavenly Father. Remember our lesson from last week that Pastor McKay preached so well on. Isaac asking, Father, I see the wood and the fire. Where is the lamb for the sacrifice? Abraham bound his son, placed him on the altar he had made at God's command. I have heard some say that Isaac could have been as old as his early 20s, not a child easily bound and restrained. And even if younger, have you older guys like me ever tried to keep up with, never mind catch, a 12 or 14-year-old kid? Isaac submitted to the will of Abraham, his father. He trusted him and was placed on the wood, and God provided the sacrifice, a ram caught in a thicket by its thorn, by its horns. Jesus feared, loved, and trusted God the Father in a way we as fallen sinners never can. He completely followed the will of his Father as he rode into Jerusalem to make the punishment that needed to be meted out for the sins of the world. He was going to willingly be placed on the wood of the cross with complete faith and trust in the Father. And he did it with complete compassion and love for those who would put him there. The soldiers who mocked him, those screaming and yelling for his crucifixion and the release of Barabbas, and even those who hung next to him on their own crosses, all were looked on with compassion. He died for the sins of all. Objective justification. Whether they were aware of it or not. What our confirmands will confess is their faith in this having been done for them. The saving faith of subjective justification. Faith in the for you of what Jesus, the God-man who entered this creation as an infant, grew in wisdom and stature, who was baptized and rode into Jerusalem for. Behold the man who, who rode in to suffer and die for you. In our sin, we are not worthy of this at all. We are fickle in our fear, love, and trust in God as our merciful Father. It is a gift of God's mercy and grace that we are able to confess and have faith in the words of Jesus, given and shed for you, for the forgiveness of sins. It is a gift that in that faith we return time after time after time for the forgiveness and mercy we so desperately need. It is by faith in his atoning sacrifice that we are saved from sin, death, and the devil. Any confusion about who God is and our relationship to him has been cleared up by his Son. We have a dear, heavenly Father. But we still sin. We are at the same time both saint and sinner, 
saint as we have been given new life and baptism, and sinner as we carry around this fickle, corrupt flesh, sinful, until the time of our own death, so that it can be raised incorruptible and imperishable on the last day. Until then, you and I fight as part of the church militant, knowing the battle has already been won for you, that is for each of us, by Christ. I didn't give these confirmation students a written exam. I think they were thankful for that. The, uh, what I did do was visit them in, with their parents in their homes. And we talked about the various confessions of our faith, the commandments, the creed, and the Lord's Prayer. There is no test I can give them that confirms that they believe these words for you and that they truly believe they need the forgiveness of sins God the Father offers through faith in His Son and of what is offered here through His Word and His Sacrament. The test is out there, beyond the walls of this building, at home, at school, in college, where they will one day work. It is in all the places we go and live. That is where confusion lies. Will they listen to those that mock Christ and join in their chorus of ridicule? Or will they open their mouths and confess the truth of what they have been taught from Scripture, even if it only falls on one set of ears? Will they return to confess their sin hear God's Word and receive His sacrament and be forgiven and strengthened in their faith when they fall short of God's perfect law. And we all do it daily. Will they open themselves up to the ridicule of a fallen world that hates God and Christ and carry whatever cross may come through trial and testing and cling to the salvation that has been given to them by grace through faith in Christ? Will you? Will you? Will you? It's really not confounding. During our Lord's Passion, when the shepherd was struck, the sheep who so glowingly praised Him on Palm Sunday scattered in fear of what they saw. His disciples and other followers, fickle in their faith and sinful nature, scattered as the wrath of God was poured out on His Son, but it was poured out and endured for you and for all of them. Perhaps that's why Wednesday Lent services, Monday Thursday, Good Friday services are not as well attended as Palm Sunday or Easter or even Christmas. The pain and suffering put upon Christ is confusing, that God would die as a man. Let there be no confusion. The wrath is past, and peace has been made between God and man through Christ Jesus and His blood shed on the cross. So come, feast at the Lord's table, your sins forgiven. He did it for you, and you, and you. Amen.